previously on the lineage of Moonreach, we awakened what seemed to be a primordial creature, part snake and part spider, all giant. And we devised a plan to try and bring it down as we were told that we have to fight this creature if we wanted the weapon. And almost took a turn for the worse, but we were able to fell the creature and now something magical is emanating from its corpse. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas, I play Tomar. <laughs> I'm Lindsay, and I play Baby. I mean, <laughs> Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 117. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. some reason, once we've gone to 100, it seems like it's taking forever to get along in number. Yeah, I thought we were way farther than this. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I kind of like it because I picture like an old person, but as well as like a teenager, like when we were 13. <laughs> I'm 100, but <laughs> like I'm also 17 too. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how, how I'm works. picturing it. Just yeah. Hans Molman and Bart's outfit. So... We're just doing super awesome. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So we had our we had a <laughs> precarious a precarious time uh, in the last episode as they uh, fought off the uh, the crazy creature underneath the city of Wolves Rest. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a nice battle that uh, that Gorble ended up uh, destroying the creature at the very end. But yeah, some people oh. almost died. It was a Spimera. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to change what I had. <laughs> Gratis. 90s metal band. Spimera. <laughs> Spimera tap. <laughs> Spimera sounds like a medication on a commercial. <laughs> where they <laughs> Are you growing eight legs? Do you have a serpentine <laughs> neck and a weird glottal sea lion roar? Well, have we got just the thing for you. Is your Spimera. Is your sack overly swollen? <laughs> we have the right topical solution for you. Do, do you have glistening magical energy emanating from inside you? Do, do not yeah. take the yeah, breastfeeding. <laughs> do not, do not look, even touch this. Do not look directly at Spimera. <laughs> Spimera will attack. <laughs> All right, how about a round the campfire question? No! <laughs> Camping. Uh-uh. Camping. Outside. Fire time. Oh, everybody's Tent. leaving. I guess it was at Michaela's house. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> I'd stay at your sleepover, Michaela. Thank you. I've never called you Michaela. I hate it. Mika. I hated it too. Don't do it again. <laughs> or you're uninvited from the sleepover. 
Now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. Okay. Tonight's Around the Campfire question is going to be a will... It's going to be a world builder, guys, and a tongue twister, I guess. Um, So I'm going to give you the name of a town, or you may decide it's a city, or a hamlet, or a village. And you're going to tell me that, what size town it is, and what country in Argaria it's from. You're also going to tell me one of its most prominent features. So, I'm going to roll a d4 for this one. And, Penwin, you are first. I want you to tell me about Wolfwater. Gross. <laughs> Wolfwater. Wolfwater. Like, ow, wolf. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, Wolfwater is a city in Veldlin and it's extremely small and it's known mostly for fishing. Okay. It has a really good lake that is full of a bunch of fish and then there's a lot of forestry and it's usually a pretty quiet area so all the fish are like, oh yeah! But then the people come and they're like, not today, fish. And then they catch them all the time. And so then, it is a primary yeah. fishing place with a big lake? Yeah. Okay. But it's like an extremely small town. Okay. Very small. Yes. So like a village or smaller? Yeah, I guess you could say a village. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you for telling me about Wolfwater. All right. Yeah. Next up is Tomar. I want you to tell me about Duncaster. Uh, Duncaster is uh, a medium-sized town uh, on the southern border of Starrystrom. Uh, it is a port town, but not far up the road is a grove, a forested grove uh, that is got the reputation for being haunted. And they've actually had to station people there to protect it so people wouldn't wander in. The It's said that around Duncaster, you can, if the wind is blowing heavily, you can hear uh, like a siren song. Uh, and people can wander astray and get lost in this forest by the grove. Uh, and bad stuff happens. They're sometimes not seen again. Sometimes they come back all goofy. Um, but yeah. Uh, but still, as long as they stay away from there, it's a pretty prevalent town for trading and stuff. And they, they don't have a lot of problems within the walls. So, All right. Very nice. <clears throat> okay, uh, Willem, tell me about Salim. S-O-L-I-M-E. It's where salami Salim. was made. Salimi. <laughs> <laughs> um, would you say Mirren Lug has jungles? Uh, Mirren Lug doesn't really have jungles. Zugo does, though. Zugo. Perfect. <clears throat> Salim is what many believe to be a fictional city in the jungles of Zugo. Mm. Uh, it's not on any map, and many people dispute about whether or not it exists, and if it does, what its location actually is in Zugo. Uh, many adventurers have tried to find Salim uh, to no avail. And, of course, there are different stories about what Salim 
looks like and holds. Some people believe that it is a city made of gold. Some people believe it's full of ancient scrolls. And some people believe that it is the entrance to the afterlife. Mm. Very nice. Mm. I like it. <laughs> um, getting some mad uh, Congo vibes from the, <laughs> the lost uh-huh. city of Zinge. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's cool. It's also like a built-in adventure right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Corbel, tell me about Merkwell. So Merkwell is a small village in Avstand. It's not really known for much, but there is a really good bakery there, and the baker there mm-hmm. makes delicious sweet bread. And he even came in second in the Tri-Village Summer Festival Baking <laughs> Contest 22 years ago, and he has the plaque to prove it. He must oh, not have what? been from Rodia. <laughs> <laughs> Born and raised in Obstock. <laughs> no burn baguettes on my watch. You burn the baguettes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, guys. I will file this here uh, at the top of my note cards. Um, but yeah, that's some some nice world building. Thanks. Everyone better can take sweet, see one point of boon. <laughs> Sick. Because I can use all of that. All right, let's get started. <sighs> okay. So. Yeah. Are you guys ready? Fine. Oh. No. When we last left off, you guys had destroyed this creature. Uh, more specifically, Gorbel had destroyed this creature mm-hmm. quite literally. And leaving behind the ash and smoke, but also a shard of stone filled with what appeared to be... <laughs> Sorry. That's fucking funny. Shard? Man. Who sharded in here? <laughs> uh, episode name. <laughs> Who sharded? <laughs> um, <laughs> Continue. I mean, yeah, let's do it. Continue. Um, A shard of stone that uh, seemed to have a bunch of precious gems inside, but was also crackling with magical energy. Now as the battle fury fades, you guys find yourselves in a quiet, empty city with this sparkling gem. I will casually blow out the flame of the candle and put it back in my bag. I am not going to touch that thing. You didn't even heal her yet. It won't heal her. It only heals when it is activated. Yeah. And I blew it out already, so too bad. (laughs) I mean, I can relight it, but... (laughs) Tomorrow. I can relight it tomorrow. It's useless now. (laughs) 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 You throw it up and kick it. (laughs) It It's like a really bad kick. Yeah, it just flies like (laughs) 10 feet. (laughs) Okay, well, stay out. I will go up to the stone. Then I'll Um, look over at Willem. As you approach Tomar, you find that um, your movements slow down considerably, almost as if you're walking through like a tremendous windstorm. You're being pushed Mm. back as you get closer, and you guys can all hear a voice start to speak out. You have defeated the Guardian. Congratulations. There are two rewards for defeating the Guardian. And then there's no sound. You keep Were you guys you, keep some weird they? stuff in your basement, Willem. <laughs> what I are agree. The it's a root cellar. Were you going to finish that thought? 
Yeah, well, that, um, there's a lot of mystery in that. Maybe there's a pie Hello? somewhere. Do we get the rewards <laughs> now-ish? Is this a reward? You guys, try and walk up to this thing with me. It's weird. Uh, I have my hesitation. Does he sound like normal to us? Tomar? Yeah. Yeah, he sounds normal. Okay. Do you want me right, to heal I'm, you, Gorbel? How are you feeling? I'm uh, not feeling fantastic. Well, you could, for now, you should go stand in Pinwin's healing spirit. Yeah. Where? Where is it? Over there. <laughs> by where we had that great candle time. <laughs> must that super best friends club that we formed yeah. just a few minutes ago. <laughs> candle time. I must have missed that. <laughs> so I go stand by myself. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll uh, be from, there. From one of the uh, side streets, like an alley, uh, a form steps out, and you can see Chester kind of dusting himself off and smiling, and he's got his parasol down now because you guys are underground, and he's just kind of like wanders over. Hey, good job, man. That was some good work. Chester! Yeah. I kind of forgot you were there. Coming in clutch. No, I mean, I'm used to that, I suppose, but uh, yeah, you know, sometimes you, you just got to do what you can when that giant beastie is uh, raining down hell on everyone. When did you get magic puppets? Well, the, the puppets aren't magic. I'm magic. <laughs> it was really cool. Thanks, Gorbel. It was really cool. It was really not cool of them to not include you into that candle thing. They didn't include me, neither. You're too hey. far away. How are you feeling? You can come over here. Nah, I'm fine. I didn't get hurt. What sort of magic do you possess? Uh, well, it's it's hard to define, really. It's, uh, I don't know, it's something I've always been able to do, but uh, I can, like, uh, kind of take over objects and move them around. Um, that's, you know, it's just something I was born with, I suppose. So you're mm. like a sorcerer or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I haven't really thought of myself like that. I can just like, make things move. I can make them talk if I really want to. Hmm. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I won't like no, it. I, I don't. I, it's it's considerably harder if uh, something's alive. So you can yeah. do it. I mean, I, I I haven't really tried that hard. I I tried to do it one time when I was a kid, and uh, the bugbear I did it to did not appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> But what did he say? Ah, uh, well, he started saying, hey, I'm a big, stupid bugbear, because that's what I was going to make him say. And then, ah, uh, then he said a lot of... What are you guys laughing about over there? <laughs> then he said a lot of angry stuff, and then he tried to hit me with a club. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, they're nasty. That's a rough morning. That's yeah. all right. He was like my adopted dad or whatever. That's fine. Uh, won't get into that right now, but... <laughs> yeah, we'll put a pin in that. Yeah. Come, guys, come over here. <laughs> but I was going towards Gorbel. Well, I guess you don't have to, but somebody should come up and look at this with me. Gorbel, we can actually move over there, too. I can move the healing spirit with us. Isn't that great? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. And you guys watch Chester <laughs> approach as well. Mm. It's a, a bit of lightning, eh? Look at it. It's, it's crazy it's looking. It's cr crackly. Yeah. Are you going to touch it? I mean, I can. What if I turn into that thing? We'll kill you. Then I'll kill you again. <laughs> That's comforting. Don't worry. We'll kill you if you I'll become an abomination. I'll save you from yourself. Okay, well, so, I will so reach you guys, down. You guys all approach it, and you all find that um, you have to 
you're not able to get any closer than about 15 feet to this thing. There's some sort of force uh, keeping you back, except... For Willem? Except for you, Pinwin. What? Why? It's because I'm little. (laughs) Of all the things, that's got to be it. (laughs) That's it. You find no resistance at all, Pinwin. Maybe Pinwin should grab it. I'll just happily toddle along. As you get close, (laughs) as you get within a few feet, there's a crack of lightning, Pinwin. (laughs) And suddenly, standing in front of you is this strange uh, individual. They have long blonde hair and, like, white and blue and pink robes on. Are you introducing a new character right now? (laughs) Possibly. Okay. And they stand in front of you, Pinwin, and they're just smiling. He- hello. Hi. Who are you? I- I- I'm I'm Pilla. I'm Pinwin. Our name's full start with Pin. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my hammer. <laughs> who are you? Uh, Pilla looks. I mean, I know at- you just said who you are, but why are you here? Looks at the group and smiles. I am sent from uh, the 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 moon gods. Oh, the moon gods sent you? I know them. <laughs> ah, yeah, you're Penguin. You know me. Well, I guess I introduced myself. Yeah, oh, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything. <laughs> anyway, why, why did they send you? I'm just their representative. I go from time to time. You probably won't see me much, but <laughs> wink. Um, but, uh, (laughs) but they sent me as a representative because this is, uh, their secret weapon. This as in you? No, not me. (laughs) That's silly. I'm not a secret weapon. I'm a messenger. So are you talking about the stone? Yeah. What is it? Was the spider serpent part of that weapon? No. Okay, cool. It was a guardian. Oh, was that bad? Should we have not done that? No. You should have. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> How long have you been a messenger? You're all going to die now. <laughs> this is my first week. Okay. You'll... Y- yeah. There's a... You'll catch on. How am I you'll doing? you used to us. Nah. Uh, great. Room I for think... improvement. That's great. <laughs> yeah. What does it do? Anyway... Yeah, what's it do? This? How's it a weapon? It points yeah, at the uh, at the shard. It's a weapon. Um, how do you wield it? I think I know how. I think Pinwin needs to use the voice of the gods to use it. Right? Is that, Is that right? Are you saying that out loud? Yeah. No. Shit. <laughs> Spill the beans, Pinwin. <laughs> In my head with telepathic bond, I think. What an idiot to Tomar. <laughs> hey, at least this idiot's part of the candle crew. Ooh. Well, I'm part of a more exclusive crew. The healing spirit. kills big spiders. <laughs> so That's a good crew. S- suck my sandal. <laughs> you, you, you dumb bitch. The lonely flip-flop guild. <laughs> How do we wield uh, the shard as a weapon? Well, it's a gift. So, guess you'll have to figure it out. But I'm just here. What? 
I'm just here to tell you that this is it. But this isn't the only gift. <laughs> what? There's more? He the guardian. <laughs> <laughs> the guardian took this shard and shouldn't have taken the shard. So now it's yours. Why did he shard for? And I don't know. <laughs> I can hardly stand it. But oh this God, isn't the. But this isn't <laughs> the weapon that you were supposed it's to find before. What are this you talking is a about? Weapon. Okay, so this so, is this is a secondary gift. Sure. And the map. Okay. Who do you say has the other one? It's over there, and it points. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Pilla points down to that tunnel that the spider thing emerged from. <laughs> and from that tunnel is emerging a half shark, half clown <laughs> monster. <laughs> We're just hitting the list of a all Clark. the boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Chevy Chase's voice. <laughs> so were we not supposed to find this weapon? I mean, there's no find or don't find or supposed to or not supposed to. You did, and so here it is. Had you solved the the uh, mystery of the guardian in some other way, you might not have gotten it. Hmm. So we need to disintegrate everything. Got sure. it. Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. Somebody grab him. Violence <laughs> is the answer. Where are the, Where are the moons now? Last time They're we were resting. For how long? Um. Pilla looks up at the cavern. That's the I'd ceiling. I'd say another <laughs> nine and a half days. Hmm. There's some big stuff coming up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Like what? Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh. How do you know there's big stuff coming up? I don't know. <laughs> you know that feeling what? in your tummy that you get when you <laughs> really know that you're gonna really let one out? <laughs> when you're gonna shard? There's, <laughs> there's a big one coming. You know when you're gonna shard? Like that, with fate, though. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've gotta take a steaming fate. <laughs> fate feels like sharding. <laughs> Don't sneeze while you fate. Because <laughs> shard will. Uh, what? Anything else? <laughs> anything else, Pell? Sure. What do you want to know? Uh, Everything. How did you get here? I don't know. They just sent me down here. Can you tell us all the things that you do know? Sure. This is called the resonance rod. Oh. Put that, that away. And you the can't tell us how we're supposed run? to wield it? Um, well, according to the moon gods, you may have heard of them. They're my masters and my creators. They say that only somebody blessed by them can wield that shard. Oh. Pinwin, get on up. Well, who all okay. is, Have we been blessed by the shard of the moons? All this talk of sharding is confusing me. <laughs> I don't know. I will... Have we been I will blessed pick by up the, the shards? Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Just know that once you pick it up, it will be bonded to you. It's bind mm. on pickup. I don't know. Why was this here? Who put this here? The moon gods put it down here. Technically. Okay, so what happened is there was another hero a long time ago. They were the champion of the moon gods. This was their divine gift to them. 
Then, they fought a seriously bad guy down here, and that hero lost, and then lost the Resonance Rod. It's been down here ever since. What was that hero's name? I don't know. <laughs> what was the bad guy that he fought? I don't know. How do you know he's bad then? You know, I guess I never really challenged the narrative of the story, <laughs> but I'm sure it's something that you'll find out sooner or later. Cool. Do you put extra salt on your popcorn? What's popcorn? Okay. They are mistreating you. <laughs> um, okay, so is there anybody that like wants to claim the shard? What does I it mean, do? I'll pick it up. Hold on. I just What will can we it inspect do? it? So this resonance shard, sorry, resonance rod, you got all this shard talks got me really <laughs> shardy. <laughs> Well, it's hard to concentrate down here. That's a great pun. Thanks. It can store up to five spells or magical attacks within the shard. It has one use. You can store power for up to one minute and must be used within that time frame or it will be destroyed. Whoever takes it, it is going to be bonded to them. So, uh, yeah, use it wisely. Well, I can't use it because I have... Too many magic items already, so. <laughs> oh, want it. How Wait. many magic items can you have? If you scroll down uh, t on your equipment page, if you're attuned to them, then they'll be filled in. Like, I have three spaces filled in on mine. I thought you had to be blessed by the moon gods to use it, though. I think we all were, so. I think some of us are more than others. Anyway, that's it for me. And then the lightning crackles again, and they're gone. I whoever I didn't care for that guy. He was very positive. Whoever wields it needs to be a very powerful spellcaster if we're going to get the most use out of it. Well, I mean. <laughs> Everybody looks at Tomar. <laughs> I can't. I already know. I got all my stuff. <laughs> um... There's a lightning crackle again. Oh, I forgot <laughs> because the DM forgot to say this part. <laughs> what? Other people can contribute to the spell pool, but only the person who holds it can use it. Okay, bye. Bye. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine we. <sighs> I. I imagine we cast a spell at this thing or something, and then it stores it inside of it. The idea is that you can, do, yeah, basically donate any level spell to it. You can store up to five spells, but the moment the spells are in there, you have one minute to use the shard, and once that minute has ended, it will either be used or the shard will be destroyed. So if you're going to put stuff in it, you better be ready to use it. I'm trying to think of why we would do that and not just cast the spell instead. Yeah. Is it multiple at once? Yeah. Is that what it is? So, because it'd be super powerful then. Oh, you mean like you can cast all of those spells at once from it? Yes. Oh, simultaneously. Okay. Okay, that seems cooler. 
like a spell bazooka. Okay, well, we could do something that could probably be really useful for the um, chrysalis then. Yeah. Like if we all put our most destructive spells at the highest level inside of it, then it might be enough power to break it. That could be good. So who's who's going to hold this thing? I mean, if you're okay with Pinwin doing it, he can hold it or you can hold it. Um, it's up to you guys. Should we flip a coin or something? I mean, what are you leaning more towards you would like to carry it or would not like to? Are you scared, Gorble? Yeah. I already took a chance on on my wolf blood blade. Oh. Well, I mean, I can that, do it. I mean, it worked I, out fine, but... As, as we know, I'm not scared of anything. I mean, mostly. There's been some things that have kind of made me wonder, but... Willem, do you have any wish to wield this or no? I do not. Okay. And when it's all yours. Okay. Well... Shardy, you've won. <laughs> <laughs> All right, point of boon. <laughs> it was meant for you. Earth, wind, water, shark. <laughs> oh, wait, were you stretching? I thought you were pulling the big shard off your back. No, I was sharding <laughs> like the whole pulling time. it out to wield it. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Pinwin. Does it remain a giant shard as you carry it? How big it? is it? I thought it was small. Eight inches. Okay. Oh, I don't know why I was picturing it like, like maybe up to my, as in Michaela's, waist. So I was imagining so Pinwin carrying it like a, <laughs> like a bazooka, actually. <laughs> um, that'd be cool, actually. It would be cool. Make it bigger. <laughs> no. Come on. Come on. Come on. Anyway, uh, should we go see what the weapon we were supposed to wield is? Yes, please. Okay. After you, buddy. All right, let's go. You guys just going to leave? I'll stick around with Pinwin and see. Make sure he's fine. (laughs) He just gets electrocuted. I just (laughs) have to, like, cap him. Are you going to pick happens? it up? I'm going to pick it up. All right. Okay, be careful. So, Pinwin, you grab onto the resonance rod, the rod of resonance. Mm-hmm. And the moment you do, you feel like you're stuck. You can't move. Oh. You hear a voice inside your head. There's really only one way to unlock this. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> What's is this what? Pinwin? Who said that? This is totally Pinwin. Is this Pilla? Wait, can yeah. we, can we wow. hear it? Can we hear it since it's in Pinwin's head no. and we're telepathically bonded? You cannot. Only Pinwin can hear this. But okay. So to Pinwin, Pilla's voice says, "You gotta unlock it with the power of friendship." <gasps> well, that's easy. Is it? It's, I think. Because you're um, going to be stuck here a long time unless you figure it out. Oh, no. Is this a puzzle? And then you don't <laughs> no. hear the voice anymore. Are you guys coming? What is what is going on? We're figuring hey this guys. out. 
I'm stuck and I can only be, um, I guess getting this to work with friendship? Wait, like, how? How does it recognize friendship? I walk over and put a hand on Pinwin's shoulder. You are unable to get close enough to Pinwin to maybe put a we hand should on cheer shoulder. Pinwin on. Okay. Pin- How? Pinwin. I'll start. Pinwin. Pinwin. Oh, I guess you started. Fine. I'll, ju- I'll just jump in. You take it away. Take it away, Willem. You lead. Pin-win. You lead this chair. Pinwin. 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 Well, I can't. <laughs> Dancing in my head. Didn't Does work. it work? It did not work. Oh, I shoot Pinwin. <laughs> <laughs> can, Quick, can, somebody hug me. Can I touch Pinwin? You can make the attempt. I attempt. You are not able to. Dang. I touch oh. Pinwin. Yeah. <laughs> As Pinwin's greatest friend. Can what we about all Shadow? Shadow's yeah, out with you. Can we all hold hands in a circle around Pinwin? That sounds lame, but yeah, let's try. Hold my hand. Okay. That sounds like friendship. <laughs> All right, Willem. Let's do it. We hold hands <laughs> in a circle around Penwin. Yeah. Nothing happens. Great. Your hands are clammy. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. How do we prove that we're friends? Um, friendship. Pinwin, think about how much you love us and how much we all love you and how you're part of the fitness club. I, so I can't move at all? Nope. You can only communicate with your mind. Okay. Oh, oh he can't speak? All right, I will. I'll think really, really hard. Telepathic bond. And I'll think of my he's friends. He's frozen to this thing like he's unmoving. Yeah, let's all think of our best friendship memories together. I think of the time that I carried Pinwin up the mountain of the Beldarak. I think about the multiple times Pinwin has braided my hair. I think expertly. about I think about the time where I played toss a halfling and I threw Pinwin through a f- ring of fire. And ch- you hear Chester? <laughs> Remember the time um Penguin was uh, <laughs> really short, and uh, I called him Shorty. <laughs> yeah, that was good. We're friends. I think about the time when <laughs> Penguin shot a little girl, <laughs> <laughs> and we were all ready to take the fall with him. There's a voice inside your head, Penguin. I was just kidding. I just thought you'd appreciate that a lot if I said it was the power of friendship. You can take it now, and then... I mean, that was kind of fun. (laughs) Do you tell anyone that it happened? It did work! It's friendship! friendship. (laughs) (laughs) That's sweet that that worked. Okay, well... All right, um... Now let's <laughs> Thank you, off. Pilla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks, Pilla. All right, so you guys are going to head down that tunnel. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so you guys walk through the remainder of this city, and uh, you notice a lot of the same uh, bu- empty buildings, all this stuff, but it starts to thin out towards this tunnel, and things get a little bit more uniform. Um, the buildings all end up, like, roughly about uh, like 25 feet high, uh, they're pretty short buildings, 
and they're all like roughly the same length, very uniform, as I said, and they almost look like they would belong to like businesses or some sort of like specific function. And as you get closer to the tunnel, you can see that there is a very uh, mild light deep down into it. Mm. Do you continue? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so you guys continue, and you get closer and closer to the light, and it's really dark in this tunnel, but as you get closer to the light, it starts to get brighter, and eventually, after a few minutes' walk, you guys find that you are in some sort of chamber. It's the same size as the tunnel. Nothing has changed about the dimensions, but there's like a little station of sorts, and you notice that there's deeper grooves uh, in the in the area of the tunnel beyond where you are, going off into the darkness. There seems Station. to be a platform set up, and there's also a couple of empty, abandoned buildings made out of stone <laughs> along either side of the tunnel, up on the raised platforms. I don't have my thinky cap on. Where'd you leave it? I don't remember. Oh, is that what this is? Damn it, oh, Billy! Oh, there. Thanks, man. <laughs> right, Wait, that's his thinky cap? Here. <laughs> But I was using it for don't butt stuff. <laughs> um, can you explain it again, please? Okay, so you appear to be in a station area. There's raised platforms on either side, and there's buildings on either side. Um, there's a deep groove in the tunnel in the center, and it goes off into the darkness. Are you like a your train hand? station? If you knew what something like that was, I would say yeah. But to okay. you, it might look more like a harbor. Station is such a. Is it similar like to the, the track things in the Baldurac? It's similar, slightly different. So yeah, you would you definitely recognize an element of that, but uh, yeah, a little bit different because it's does it's not going up to uh, it, like there's it's on either side uh, the the little platforms as opposed to just one hanging off into the abyss. I'm gonna float around and I'm gonna look for like a lever or a switch or something. Um, give me a perception check. What are the rest of you guys doing? I'm gonna get up on the closest platform and inspect and look for, like, uh, a bell or something. Alright, you can roll investigation. 24. Gorba, what you doing? I'm just looking around, trying to figure this stuff out. Give me a perception. You got it. 22. I need to burn this die. You want a different... <laughs> it's a one. You want a different d20 right now? Well, I got a f I got five. Okay. So, um, so what's yeah. success? Tell me if I see anything. <laughs> it's, it's pretty dark around here. Uh, <laughs> I can see in the dark, so what do I find? Uh, Pinwin, uh, what are you doing? I'm gonna kind of look around to see what I can see. Give me a perception check. Okay. 35. <laughs> Jesus. Um... So, Pinwin, uh, you see, uh, actually, Pinwin, since you got so high on your perception check, what's your, uh, what is your, uh, survival? Survival? Like the skill total. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Plus 17. Whoa. Okay. Uh, are you proficient in it? Must be. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I want you to give me a survival check. Okay. <laughs> 35 again. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. <clears throat> Pinwin. Maybe it's something about the power of friendship that's really got you in a good mood, but you <laughs> are looking around and uh, 
You're you're examining everything very carefully and closely. Everything seems to be a lot more you're a lot more present in this moment. And you're without a doubt absolutely 100% positive that you guys have moved beyond the normal area beneath the manor and beneath the uh and beneath Wolf's Rest and you feel like you are facing the same direction as you're facing west, kind of like west, slightly southwest. Um, you know exactly where you are in location to the above world. And uh, the the way you're facing it, you're like, hmm, so this goes back here, that goes there, so this specific line goes southwest to an extent. Uh, Tomar, you are looking around, and you find that there is a like push back against some of the buildings, you can see that there is a uh, a little platform, or not a platform, a little podium, um, which uh, appears to have some sort of box, stone box sitting on the top of it. Uh, it's like a granite color. Uh, Willem, as you're inspecting the platform, you see a recessed area right in front, and in, there's some runic carvings around that almost look like arrows. And they're all pointing oh. in this one central location. Gorble, you don't see jack shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fiddle with the box. Okay. You uh, fiddle with the box, and you uh, lift up the lid, and you can see that there is some sort of old, dusty, cobwebbed, like, hand crank in there. It looks like almost like a uh, like a two-pronged spigot for maybe like a, like a faucet almost. It looks like it can be turned. So it's affixed to the thing? Yes. Okay. Oh, got a crank over here. No one let Billy get by it. I'm not (laughs) stepping anywhere near that bitch. Should I crank it? Crank you for being a crank. (laughs) Up the crank and crank again. No one has an opinion on whether I crank this thing? I mean, why not? I can't I mean, see it. It looks like it should be cranked. Crank it, I guess. Take it easy, Mr. Weinstein. <laughs> if no one if no one stops me, I'm going to crank it. Just crank it. Crank it. All right. Crank it, Louie. You notice that it can go either clockwise or counterclockwise. So like a crank? Mm-hmm. Crank it. Wise. <laughs> Which way do you want to crank it? Crankwise. I'm going to try clockwise first. All right. You crank it clockwise and it appears as though it's kind of loose and nothing's really happening. I think, you know, where I'm going (laughs) to, you think I know where I'm going with this one? Let's crank it. (laughs) Crank it the other way. Crank it the other way, man. Yeah. Uh, Turn it counter. Yeah. All right. As you crank it counterclockwise, you feel a very like, Solid, like, and Willem, as you're standing there in front of the platform and those runic arrows, you watch them glow all the way up, all, all along the recessed area that's about roughly seven feet long. What color do they grow? Uh, green. Ooh, what kind of green? Like a, uh, like a shiny electric emerald green. Ooh. All right. Um... Well, guys, I uh, think it's intended to go this way, but it seems as if there is some sort of apparatus that would normally sit in this 
dugout. Do I need to keep cranking or? No, it gets to a certain point where you can't crank it anymore. All right. Well, I come out and well, first I see if it spins back into place because we wouldn't want that. Doctors recommend that you stop cranking it after a certain point. (laughs) Yeah, they say that, but that's more of like a. A wink situation. <laughs> a suggestive wink. Um, if you're a pansy. <laughs> um, I'm going to go out and I'm going to look at what he's looking at. You see a recessed area at the edge of this platform with runic arrows pointing at it as if to indicate a direction. So they're pointing at the recessed area? Correct. Maybe you should shoot it. Shoot it? Yeah, with an Shoot arrow. Shoot the, res- the recessed area? Yeah, like with an arrow. Why? I don't know. There's arrows pointing at it. I shoot my crossbow at it <laughs> out of okay. curiosity. Okay. Uh, it's stone, so it bounces off. Jeez. Nothing Wouldn't hurt to happens. try. <laughs> it could I mean, it almost hurt to try. <laughs> um, is there- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look around. Like, is... Is there anything above us that would, like, lower onto the track? Nope. There doesn't seem to be anything above you except for the ceiling. What is the is shape of the recess area? Um, it's rectangular, and uh, it's about seven feet long. It's about, or, yeah, seven feet, I guess, technically wide this way, and then deep-wise, uh, it goes out from the platform, like, mm, four feet. Does it look like... It could open up, and something could come up from underneath? No, it doesn't look like that. It looks like it's like one kind of solid piece. Does there seem to be some sort of summoning device on or around the platforms? Um, Based on the crank, you can suspect that that is the summoning device, or at least part of it. It seems like there's one missing component, um, perhaps a physical one. Willem, go up to it. I go up to the crank at arm's length. Maybe not the crank, but maybe you stand there at the platform. I stand at the platform. Willem, you stand on the platform and suddenly... You watch as from the darkness, a stone and shining silver creature comes... Speeding out of there. It's got... Eight legs, uh. but it appears to be some sort of vessel, and it <sighs> skids to a halt right in front of you, and you can see that there are little doorways carved in the stone. It appears to be a form of transport. Have you been playing Hollow Knight? <laughs> Tight. I love you. <laughs> uh, Don't change. Should we get in? I hop in. I follow him. Do I see any of this? Yes. <laughs> you can see that. <laughs> Guys. Where'd they go? I get in too. Okay. I'm and Pinwin, do you get in? <laughs> <laughs> and Pinwin also gets in. As you guys enter, you hear a semi-familiar voice. Welcome to the subterranean transport system. You work here, too? What? (laughs) Nothing. It's very, very similar to the voice you heard on the transport in Wirecarag. Weird. Cool. Uh, Can you take us to the next 
station? I can do that. However, you're going to have to select which station that is. And suddenly, a magical map appears, and it shows Veldlin, and it shows a vast network of different lines going between different cities. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Very cool. Oh, shit. This isn't the weapon, is it? That changes things. Well, what if it doesn't go very fast at all? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it goes walking speed. It's just like it's just aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> this thing sucks. <laughs> we get out and start walking faster than it's moving. <laughs> God damn it! Um, this isn't the weapon that they were referring to, is it? I have no idea. Is there a weapon in here? There are no weapons on board, except for you four. Ha <laughs> I kid. Was there anything else in that area? Any other rooms? Uh, there were just some, like, kind of ex- expanded buildings that kind of, like, butted up against the, the side of the tunnel. Well, I already searched high and low, so... <laughs> it's clear. I don't know. Hard cut to Gorble, just Blair Witch Project, like, in the corner. Just... <laughs> Nothing here, guys. <laughs> I don't know if we should leave, though. I'm not sure either. This doesn't seem very weaponized. And you can access me at any time as long as a member of the Shade Gazer family is on board. Oh. Tight. Okay. Um. Yeah, maybe maybe let's park it, and we'll come back when we're ready to leave. But I think we need to do some more investigation. Yeah. Let's, I hop uh, off. Yeah. See you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Crank away. (laughs) Okay. Uh, more exploratory. All right, everybody, give me investigation. Investigation. Nice. Let's try it again. How many ones can a girl roll? Twenty-one. Fifteen. Thirteen. I got eight. (laughs) Okay, so. Uh, the three of you don't really find much, but Tomar, as you're kind of, like, digging around looking for stuff, you look over by the, that, uh, podium again, and your hand catches on the side of something, and a little drawer of stone kind of pops out, and you can see inside there's a scroll. I found the weapon, guys. (laughs) Where? What is it? Oh, it's just a nudie scroll. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Woods porn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picturing someone that that has nudie scrolls and they're slowly unrolling it. They're like, oh yeah, (laughs) this is going to be a good scroll. (laughs) And then it's like unfinished. It's like, damn it! (laughs) Um, Ah, Now I gotta learn to draw. Okay, well I inspect the scroll. Alright, it's very loosely bound and parts of it are actually opening up on their own. You don't think that this is any sort of magical scroll. It looks like maybe a, like a manual or something. Does it have a language written on it? Yes, it does. As you open it up, you can see in Dwarvish is written a, uh, a passage. And the passage says, We finally completed our ultimate weapon. We can't wait to deploy this and help with the efforts during the war. 
This will be vastly superior to any form of transport that we currently have, including the one inside of our home of the Belderock. We've heard rumors that Veldalin's army marches on us, and so we worry that we will not be able to deploy this in time. Hopefully, that's not the case. However, this will increase our speed of travel exponentially. There's nothing like it in all of War Karag's Earth. And that's where the scroll ends. Okay. All right. Uh, the weapon was that thing. <laughs> we were wrong. Oh. Um, we have very different definitions of weapon. It's also it's, it's also a dwarven make. That makes sense. They used it to get from point A to B quickly, which in a way I could see it being a weapon because you could transport um, uh, allies quickly to I mean, those that, places. Yeah, but that's more of like a support thing rather than a weapon. So, well, we don't know what they delivered to those locations. Well, it doesn't matter what it's carrying. It's just like... like yeah, you don't call a boat a weapon. Even if it's carrying a bunch of bombs. Or a jeep. Those even if things, it's carrying a bunch of bombs. Those other things we saw, like the, the, the green dragon was carrying outside of Moonreach, did that look like it was dwarven make? Um, it did not look like it was dwarven make. I believe that it was uh, revealed to you guys by uh, Delane Oceanbinder that it was some ancient civilization that had originally conceived those and they uh, have lost the technology. Hmm. Well, it looks like the doors were friends to the Shade Gazers in the past. Um, looks hmm. like they still are. Yeah, it does look Between like that. Tomar and Willem. I don't... The power of friendship! Get out of here. Yeah, that helped us get our, uh, our, uh, whatever rod. Our ramrod. Our wainrod. <laughs> um, okay. Well, maybe... Uh, Willem, while you're standing there, you feel a warmth in uh -huh. your heart. I love you guys, too. <laughs> you're dying. Um, no. You got fire heart. <laughs> and uh, you hear a familiar voice inside your head that says, Time elapsed for engravement of lineage stone. Fifteen hours remain. Uh, guys, we only have 15 hours to uh, get that stone lapidated. Yeah, right. How do you know that? <laughs> Mr. Time Wizard. I um, had a tingle in my bingle. Oh, your bingle's tingling? Your heart? Well, then we must hurry. Make haste. <laughs> your heart? <laughs> that bingle? <laughs> your shark? Your, your shark is bingling. <laughs> you mean your chest bingle? <laughs> uh, the okay. ancient elvish word for heart. Bingle. Well, that needs to be our top priority, I guess, before we leave, but maybe... I don't know if we were supposed to find this now, but it could be exactly what we need to save everybody. Do you know what I'm saying? Your bingle? Pinwin, catch up, please. Um, <laughs> we have allies in both uh, Bronze Wall and uh, Rose Lake. 
and initially we were only able to go to one in the time we have, but maybe now we can go faster. That's true. I just wonder how fast it goes. <laughs> There's only one way to find out, but we gotta we gotta do this lineage stone thing first. Um, maybe we just go back up to the surface for now and then find a quick way that we can count heads. Okay. Uh, I hop back in and I pull up the map. Okay. Is there a station like on the surface? Uh, in or around Wolves Rest? Um, or old oh, on the on the surface? No, uh, everything appears by the map, and you can kind of expand it and stuff like that. It mm-hmm. all appears to be subterranean. Okay, so and this is obviously the, it's in it's under Wolf's Rest, so this would be yep. the Wolf's Rest stop essentially. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> all right. Uh, yeah. Let's head back up to the surface. We'll take care of the lineage stone, and then we'll make preparations to, uh, disperse to either Rose Lake and or Bronzewall from this here transportation. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So you guys head back through the city. At a brisk head, pace. At a brisk pace, and you head back to the magical elevator and head back up, and you find yourselves back in that room in front of the lineage stone of Wolves Rest. Psst. Pinwin, when am I yeah, supposed Gorble? to? When am I supposed to start feeling better? You uh, would be fully healed now if you <laughs> if you would been. You don't feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess now that I think about it, I'm feeling pretty okay. Oh, thank you. Okay, <laughs> that's good news, Gorble. I was Gorble worried. Has spider snake aids. <laughs> spider snakes. <laughs> Gross. All right, Gorble, Pinwin, do you guys keep a census or something? <laughs> like, do you keep track of who all is in the city or know who has that information? We have like a, I mean, we have some general records. I just don't know how completely accurate they are. Is it going to know if it's, will the stone know if it's inaccurate? I have will something no idea. bad happen? I don't know. What if somebody, like, died? What do you mean? I mean, what if we just don't have an accurate count of people? Then maybe they're not under protection? I don't know what this does, really. I don't know either. If we... We could probably track down Kurdu, and he might be able to, to find... To pull out some of those records for us. Okay, well, you guys... You guys hunt him down, get... Any info you can, maybe have guards do a head count or something. Um, I'll take the lineage stone to the the temple, and I'll figure out how to use it. All right. So you guys spread out and head out to do that. So Tomar, you head to the temple. Willem, what are you going to do in the meantime? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to follow Tomar. Okay. Um, so Tomar and Willem and uh, y- your Tomar and Willem, you guys head out of the manor and head to the temple. Um, and you are you're able to get there easily. Nobody hassles you. You notice that there, you know, things have there's still an area of tension uh, in the town um, as people seem to be, you know, making regular checks to go back to the harbor to look at those uh, ships that are 
far out in the lock itself, but have not approached. Okay. But other than that, nobody really, really bothers you. So we're in the temple? Yep. Okay, I'm going to set the lineage stone on the anvil in the center of the altar. Uh, and I'm going to light some incense with uh, control flame mm-hmm. around the area. Uh, I'm going to use like a vial of holy water and sprinkle it around in a circle. Uh, and I'm going to spend 10 minutes uh, casting commune. Okay. So during that 10 minutes, we're going to switch back to Gorbel and Pinwin. Okay. So you guys are able to find Kurdu at the barracks um, in his office. And uh, you guys enter, and he's just kind of sitting there, and he looks up. Uh, yeah, how, how can I help you? Have you been keeping accurate records of everybody residing here? Uh... uh as, as well as we can, but uh, as, as you can probably guess, there's been a lot more new arrivals. Um, there's a lot of people outside of the city as well. Uh, I haven't really gotten a count of all of those, but there's a lot of them out there. Okay. Um, let me... Can I have what you've got on hand right now? Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, uh, let me find it. And he stands up and he like goes through some drawers and he pulls out like this... Uh, leather envelope and he pulls it out. He's like, I've got the deed in here to uh, to the Shade Gazer Manor, the deed to the village, and uh, here, here's the census. Perfect. Okay. So we need we need an up-to-date count. If you know of like any any new communities that have kind of cropped up in here, any any families or groups that have come in and taken up residence. We need to know about those. Um, we also need a count of the people outside the gates. Mm. Well, that's like a... all the people and all of them. We need it within the next few hours. He kind of looks shocked. And uh, you can you can <clears throat> put you have the authority to put some people on this task. I, I see. Um, well, it seems to me that perhaps one of the best methods would be to first ask you who you would accept into this city. Uh, are you going to accept, if we're going to add them to the census, then they would be citizens of Wolf's Rest. Um, and who, is there anyone excluded from that? Are you, do you want people from outside the city to be members of the, of, of Wolf's Rest? Or what, what are your criteria? Let me tune out for a sec. I get on my... I get on my telepathic bond line. Okay. Your teen line. <laughs> Are we excluding the people outside the city, or do we want to count of them? I say let's include everybody. Is there a half? <laughs> so are they are they all going to be counted as citizens of Wolves Rest? I think so. And Kurdu kind of pops up, pops in. He says, "I assume you're communicating with the wolves, correct?" Yes. Uh, well. I would say if you want to ensure that they are going to be residents, and if that's what they want, have them swear an oath of fealty, of citizenship, and then um, if you're looking for a census, we can record them, though it might take a while to record all of them. Well, get a bunch of people on it. All right, what what purpose is this for? Ugh, like, it's just, you know, one of those things that's part of the big picture in our huge mission. 
But what specifically? You can trust me. Saving the world, basically? Yeah. But you need a census to save the world? It's stone stuff. Stone stuff, like lineage stone. Yeah. Did you find the lineage stone no. for the town? No. Is that a yes? Disguise as a no? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that if you are... We're working on a hunch. You're working on a hunch. Well, if you are, in fact, trying to record the lineage stone, as many villages newly established do, I would say you would double your productivity if you didn't worry about taking a paper census and instead had people approach, swear fealty, and then record their name to the stone. That's a good they idea. They have to go to the stone? Well, it would kill two birds with one lineage stone if you do that, so hey. that way you could <laughs> make sure they swear. And a binding oath in front of a lineage stone is binding. It is very much a an official way. It's how they always used to do things back in the day. I myself had to swear in front of Ravenmoor before it was destroyed many years ago. I never had to do that. Well, you were born there. I did. I was not born in Ravenmoor. Where were you born? I was born in Mirrenlug. Oh, did I know that about you? No, I don't talk about myself that much. Huh. But in this, I feel like it is good backstory to give you at this we moment. We seriously, like, we... Kurdu, we spent, like, eight hours together skinning deer. Like... Yeah, and you did a lot of talking about things on your own, and I listened. Wow. <laughs> huh. I'm sorry. I. Th it just makes it seem really one-sided, so... um. But anyway, yeah, the task at hand. So I have a problem and I need to have it solved. So let's get back to that. Um, so you're saying that if we just get, if we round everybody up and everybody goes and like swears to the stone, then bada bing, bada boom, it's done. Well, you'd still have to record the names. However, it would make it easier than getting everyone's name, finding out who's wanting to swear allegiance, then having them swear allegiance, then recording them on the stone. Okay. There's a lot of people out there, and if you say it has to be done in a few hours, that, I don't know if we can do it, but that seems to be the best method. Let me tune in really quick. <sighs> Kurdu has an idea. Also, did you know he's from Mirenlug? <laughs> yeah. He talks about himself all the time. <laughs> I'm silently staring at, at Kurdu as I listen to this. <laughs> so weird. I always thought of him as like a quiet type. Um, but anyway, he thinks you that... You mean Chatterbox Kurdu? <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that if we get everybody to just like form a line basically and go up to the lineage stone and pledge their allegiance, then we can record the names faster, they'll be saved to the stone cloud, and everything <laughs> will be everything will be hunky-dory. Should we ask them should we have them say how they're useful to the town? Do we want just random layabouts we, coming in here? I think that might take too much time with everybody who has you, to do it. Ayn Rand? If we have them What's give like a here? monologue... <laughs> But are we comfortable having these people come in? Not everyone. Who are we 
going to, like, intentionally exclude? People who don't live here. Like, if they don't have a house here, then... Do you know how long it takes to get a permit here? <laughs> that sounds like a you problem that you I failed at. I have a house. <laughs> but what if they... Yeah, but don't want, you run things? What if they want to be residents here? Yeah, what about the people outside? Do we have homes, space to fill? What if we expanded? Do we have legal right to expand our city? Or do we need approval from the council or anything? I think after we save the world, we could probably finagle a few acres. When have we ever cared about red tape? Can we add more people to a lineage stone after the fact? Give me a sec. Cardu, since you seem to be a lineage stone expert. I am not an expert. I just know the general mechanics of how they work. I'm surprised. Didn't, didn't your whole adventure start? According to Willem, your whole adventure started around a lineage stone. Yeah, but then it was gone, so... I didn't learn much about it. Um, <laughs> so, is it possible to add more people after the stone has already been lap lapidarned? <laughs> well, traditionally, <laughs> uh, you would... Uh, you you would take a, like a week-long celebration every 10 years to uh, add the new residents to a city, typically make a celebration around. Ugh, I tune back in 10 years! Though it's, it's a, I suppose it's an informal rule, but you seem to, uh, you seem to believe that it is pertinent to happen in the next few hours, so perhaps there's different criteria for this specific one. I imagine it's some sort of magic-y, wagic-y bullshit that uh, tends to follow you all around. We can't escape it. Well, such is fate, I suppose. Took a good fate this morning. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Edit that Bringing out. it back. <laughs> no, bringing it back. Full circle. Ah, but there are no hard and fast rules, correct? Well, there are hard and fast rules. Um, you need to inscribe them for them to uh, be official residents and to be, if there is a magic protecting the town, as many in the ancient times were, uh, if their name is not inscribed on there, they will not be protected. They will not be under the purview of the rulers to find out if there is any wrongdoing. Those who are inscribed on the stone, for those who know uh, lineage lore can uh, access certain elements of it, and they can root out evildoers and ne'er-do-wells and things of that sort. Wait, so if, uh, if a bad person is on the stone, we can, like, sniff them out? Uh, ideally, yes, if you have the capabilities. Ooh. That's the legend, anyway. Mm. Have you ever seen that done? Hmm, well... When I was in Ravenmoor, because the Countess was in charge of uh, the Lineage Stone and she was inscribed as the ruler, she often uh, sought out different people in the city who she believed were rebellious. Though it didn't help her in the end, considering so many of us rebelled against her. You can only do what you can with the information. It doesn't magically control them, but it can uh, give you, point you in the right direction. We can find the traitor! I tune back in, and I relay that info. Well, duh, I knew that. <laughs> well, then why didn't you say it? Why were you all like, let's keep people out? 
because we don't want everyone in. There's people out there that are from other places and all that. Like, they're not here oh, necessarily so to be citizens, but... Um, but yeah, if we wait, I mean, we can wait 10 years or we can see if there's a rule that we can just change and then let people in. I don't know. Um, how many people do we want? Um, we've taken in a lot of refugees already. We have all the gnomes from Gnome Town here. Um, I mean, Roundfoot Town. Sorry, I keep calling it that. Gnome Town um, is in Wolves Rest. They live in Gnome Town. Right. And then we have halflings scattered about. Um... I don't know. Well, I guess we can give everybody the option. I mean, I'm sure they'll know the rules, like, that they have to swear fealty to the town to be involved. Um, but if they pledge their loyalty, maybe they should be willing to fight with us as well. Because this is Wolves' Rest. It's not... It's not nobody's rest. <laughs> like... We fought. We are supposed to rest. We fought hard to take this place and to keep it, and maybe everyone else should do the same. Maybe if they had done the same in Moonreach, it wouldn't be gone now. Ooh, sass. Um, I wasn't okay, intending well, sass. I was intending hope. <laughs> like if we have people <laughs> that uh, that that care about the place, then they should be willing to defend it. Okay, so. How do we get a message out to the far reaches of our community very quickly, informing people that they need to, if they want to be a part of this town and get their name on the stone, then they have to come and do it to the stone? I think you you and Pinwin are both very good at getting everyone's attention. Uh, and I'm sure you'll come up with a perfect way to get everyone Ooh. up here to the temple. Hey, our gnome, those gnomes are tinkerers, right? They are. Do they have anything that, like, projects voices, sounds, anything like that? They almost definitely would have something. Okay. Cool. Gorble out. <laughs> Everything all right? Okay. I need you. I need you to round up some guards. Maybe we have a, we have a mission to do. I need... I'm going to go and try to get an announcement out. Because, surprise, it's not a hunch. We have a lineage stone. No, I've, I've sort of gathered that, <laughs> considering we were talking about lineage stones for so long. Yeah, so, well, we have one. And here's what we need to do. We need to, get, we need to get some people on this detail, and we need them to get out there and kind of help corral people in the right direction and keep them in an orderly fashion so we can do this quickly because we are on a very limited time. Well, I would suggest then, since you've got the leadership from Vesper and you've got Jan from his Crossroads Inn and you've got, uh, I think his name is Cabal, that gnome from uh, Heart Valley. Uh, they're there. Uh, they have their squadrons, but you also have the people that have come from far and wide, you could probably get all the leadership together since they have been tending to congregate in Busty Belbas in order to speak with you in the first place, and they could probably get the word out very quickly to their own people. <laughs> Do you think they're there right now? Almost definitely, yes. That's They've been waiting to speak with all of you, but, I mean, obviously the uh, the situations have been demanding your time and energy, and 
that's, I think, an unrealistic expectation on their parts to think they can demand the, uh, the time sliced out of the day for the wolves to speak to them. I feel like you have, like, is there tension between us? You and I? Yeah. No, why? Why? That felt like that? a dig. No, I'm, the, I'm saying that it was silly on their part to assume that the wolves would be able to, you know, take a, a put a pause on their extremely important activities to speak with a group you, of individuals. Am I say? Am I doing that thing? You're rolling your where, eyes when you say it. I'm, I didn't mean to do that. I'm when being you very say serious important, and you roll your eyes. Uh, I apologize. I this is this is an issue that I have. This is why I stay so quiet most of the time. Uh, I'm better at speaking directly. I mean, um, if there's something weird between us, we need to address it. There's, there's no not weirdness. I love you, Gobble. <laughs> <laughs> there's no weirdness at all. It's just, uh, this is a, 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 a quirk of my personality. Are um, you sure it's not, like, repressed feelings? Um, you I'm, can tell like, us. Like, resentment? I'm, I have no resentment. We're here for I'm, you. Is it because I didn't know you are from Mirenlug? No, I never told you I was from Mirenlug. I'm sorry, I never asked. It's it's okay. I was originally from there, and I traveled around a bit in my youth, and I was only a member of the Ravenmore community for about 15 years, so it's, I mean, it's likely that you had no reason to assume otherwise. Uh, there's no tension on my part. I'm not sure where you're picking this up, but I do know that sometimes when I say things, I sound sarcastic, and that is not my intention. Okay. Well, as long as we're cool. We're very cool cool. You rescued me from Ravenmore. I am forever in the wolves' debt, so hopefully I will be yeah, the first so in like, line to Yeah, so we're really on a time crunch. Okay, yes. Well, I would say, <laughs> <laughs> in that case, I would say talk to the leadership of the different areas. I know Cabal mentioned that he wanted to swear Heart Valley to Wolves' Rest as part of a uh, land ownership uh, bequeathal. What a lame bequeathing. Sorry, okay. I'm not there. <laughs> All right, so here's what I'm thinking. Pinwin, do you... Yeah? Do you know your way around Gnome Town? Do you know anybody there? Yeah. Do you think yeah. you could run over there and see if there's maybe some kind of... Maybe some kind of, I don't know, projection device of some kind so sure. we can get the word out within within the city walls and mm -hmm. let people know that that we need to in an orderly fashion get into it's in the shade gazer manner right what is no the stone no, no, no i have it in the temple yeah oh it's in the temple mm -hmm. okay so we need to con which is by the town square right yep everybody needs to congregate in the town square and from there, everyone will file in very orderly to get their name put on the lineage stone. So we need to find a way to make voices real big and right. make an announcement so everybody has the opportunity to do so. Oh, yeah. Got it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to run over to Busty Belba's and try to get the word out with our outside of the wall family and give them the option to come in. And okay, Curdy, that sounds good. Can you get a, a group of guards together to kind of help uh, record names and kind of facilitate this line? Sure, I can I can do Direct that. Direct people I'm, a little bit? All right, and I'll get in touch with Brom. I'm not in charge of the guards, but I can talk to him about it. Perfect. Okay. All right. 
I'm so glad we cleared up that weirdness between us. I feel like we're a team again. There was no weirdness, but I'm glad that (laughs) you have resolved whatever internal issue you had with me, and that is that is great. All right, break. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tomar and Willem, you guys are in the temple. So Willem has been watching me just mess around, and like my eyes have gone white, and I'm concentrating real hard. Haven't been really addressing other than in my head talking to you guys. But I cast Commune. You contact your deity or a divine proxy and ask up to three questions that can be answered with a yes or no. You must ask your questions before the spell ends. You receive a correct answer for each question. Divine beings aren't necessarily omniscient, so you might receive unclear as an answer. If a question pertains to information that lies beyond the deity's knowledge, in a case where a one-word answer could be misleading or contrary to the deity's interests, the GM might offer a short phrase as an answer instead. Hmm. That might not be what I want to do now that I think about it. (laughs) After I spent ten minutes. What are you trying to do? Okay. Ignore that. Instead, I'm going to cast the 10-minute spell Legend Lore <laughs> and not contact my deity. But right, I will say retroactively that's what you meant to cast. That's fine. I can look like a fool. I don't mind. The fact that it was yes or no questions is what I didn't realize. Uh, um, but now I can inspect this object, the Lineage Stone. It brings to your mind a brief summary of the significant lore about the thing you named. The lore might consist of current tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore that has never been widely known. If the thing you named isn't of legendary importance, you gain no information. The more information you already have about the thing, the more precise and detailed the information you receive is. The information you learn is accurate, but might be couched in figurative language, blah, blah, blah. I did the same thing on the suit of armor before. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, I want to know how... I inscribe it and the history of how it was inscribed and stuff like that. Okay, so you learn that uh, through this legend lore, do you have to roll anything for it or is it just like a... Mm-mm. Just You just learn it? Yeah. Okay. So you learn from, after spending this time on this, um, you learn that the lineage stone has only been inscribed one other time and uh, that was shortly after the birth of the third son of, uh, of uh, Shattagast. Um, and so uh, from, from that, you know that it's been a very, very, very long time. It was stored for a very long time in wait. And uh, you learn that the best method, um, something that's kind of combined the little amount of knowledge you had from your basically like your apprentice level understanding of the Lapidary Guild combined with the kind of the overall um, information that you get from the stone is that the easiest way is to access the lineage tools, which is something you can speak into being on the lineage stone itself. Someone with access to the lapidary knowledge can speak basically like a code word um, into the into the stone, and that allows them to inscribe either through something that is said by the lapidarist or something that the lapidarist indicates. So by that, Shattagast had a lapidarist um, when he got it inscribed. Uh, he had the lapidarist um, basically access these lineage tools and allowed it so that everyone would speak their name and it would immediately inscribe on the stone itself. Now the stone also gives access to the chamber below, which was... Uh, 
kind of forged in like part and parcel with an alliance between the dwarves, the gnomes, uh, lots of the human communities, uh, the hobgoblin communities, and like the various leaders of other cities. So, but this is back before cities were big cities. They were mostly villages. So um, not elves? Elves were in a little bit a part of it, but not as much because of Veldalin coming down from the Blood Forest, and that was like their common enemy. They forged the uh, the like the transit, the subterranean transit. Um, first of all, they never gave it an official name, and they forged it as a way of moving secretly um, beneath the earth, not as deep as the Underdark, but uh, kind of an in-between area so they could qu- very quickly and secretly move between villages. And it was the biggest thorn in Veldlin's side uh, until he wiped everybody out. Um, I'm going to dub it the Veil Road. Oh, mm. shit. <laughs> All right. You can have five points of boon for that. because Whoa. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And uh, so that's kind of the the lineage stone was kind of the key access point because Shattagast was one of the leaders in coming up with this technology. He was very, very wealthy, and he paid the dwarves and the gnomes handsomely to design it in together and kind of build everything out, and they worked in tandem to uh, to do all of this before the uh, great cataclysmic event that shut down the Beldrock. And so was it like shortly before that happened that they completed it? Yes, and so they never got to use it. Motherfucker. Okay. Wow. So I don't really need to do anything to this for it to work. Um, you would just have to. You would just have to speak the code word, which would be. Um, I don't really have one. So shard we'll guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will say that the code word for this will be. It's whatever the lapidarist uh, kind of knows the name of the city as. Whatever the inscribed official name of the city is. If they speak that with the intent to. Uh, use their lapidarist abilities, uh, then they will access the lapidary tools. Okay. Uh, and then I come out of it like Dr. Strange coming out of his <laughs> funk. <laughs> and I look over at Willem. I know how to use it now. And this whole time, I had just kind of been leaning against the wall, and I had, like, <laughs> rolled my own cigarette, and was just kind of like... From the... From what you inherited from Herstag, the, 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 the stash of, of, uh... What was I calling it? I can't remember. Seder weed? (laughs) Yeah, we'd call it seder weed. Um, (laughs) Seder sage. Also, uh, our peoples used to have like, like an alliance sort of. I mean, I don't know how exactly your blood is tied to all of this, to Shattagast, but... They all worked together with the dwarves and the gnomes and stuff to build the Vale Road. Um, so I think that's kind of cool. But they weren't able to ever use it because their society got destroyed. But now we have the opportunity to do that. So hopefully it works. What destroyed it? The Cataclysm. Uh, Veldolin, I think, uh, conspired... Mm. To bring about the destruction of the dwarves or something. So the same thing that happened in Wycraig happened here? I don't know if it happened here, but it definitely happened there. Um, but yeah, the the stone was part of that. Like they helped 
use the stone and make the stone and yeah I don't know I don't know how much it matters now but it was interesting um but anyway we need people to I don't know I guess we could have them come in here uh maybe swearing an oath under the presence of like divine power might make them more susceptible to like believing it or something but maybe we could have them come in through that door and I point to the <laughs> the the door on the right and then they could walk around the, the pews here and then they can uh, come up to me and then say their name and swear their oath or whatever and then they can go around to this side and out the other door that way we can have them just going in a circle all right, we should have about 14 hours left. Let's uh, get cracking. All right. Do you guys uh, tell that to uh, Gorbo and Pinwin? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Pinwin, cool, whatever. You have arrived in Roundfoot Town. You mean Gnome Town? Sorry, Gnome Foot. Gnome Town. I know there's a Gnome Town. Round ass gnomes. That's okay, it. so I'll go to that tinkering shop. Okay. That, yeah, and just see who's there. Okay, there are two gnomes inside there, and they look up. Oh, Penwin, how's it going, Penwin? Oh, hey, I'm doing good. How are you guys? Uh, we're we're all good. We're just you know working away, doing our thing. Uh, how, how, uh, what's up? You usually only show up uh, if you need something, and we are starved for a new project. So I hope it's something good. That's great, because I need something. Okay. <laughs> uh, wonderful, wonderful. We can work together then. So we need it really, really fast, unfortunately. But um, it takes, like, normal talking voice, but it makes it really, really loud. So, like, the whole town would hear. Oh, they look at each other. You thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking what you're thinking. Ah, it's too bad we don't have the tweeter machine. The tweeter machine would be... <laughs> we've got We've got pieces of it, but... It, it needs like a uh, an amplification unit that uh, that we don't have access to. We've got all all the we can build the circuitry for it and the and the gears and everything and probably uh, an hour. Um, but if we had just I just wish we had the tweeter machine because that would make things so much easier. It's a it's it's something that we left back in Roundfoot Town because it's so hard to make. Hmm. Um. I can off, I mean, I can make a loud sound that lasts about 30 feet. I have a spell, yes. if that can be utilized. Well, without this amplifier, it, it makes it a, a lot more difficult to, to do so. Uh, we could try to rig something up, but, um, man, I, it, it'd, be, it'd be nice if we could get one of those from Ronfoot Town, or maybe some of the dwarves have some or something, but, yeah, it's... It's a, it's a real complex machine, but other than that, I, d I don't know if we could build anything in time. It would take us months to design a tweeter machine. Hmm. I'll relay this information to the group. Okay. And, and specifically, Tomar, do you have any other ideas? We don't have or one. Or any... We don't... Know any dwarves that would have a tweeter machine? We don't have one in town, do we? That'd be convenient. Have any of that tweeter machine? Yeah. I think they said we don't. Can they describe what it is or how it, what it looks like, how it works? I'll ask them. Can you can you describe what it is? Uh, well, typically it's uh, it's usually like a box. Uh, it's got a big uh, big side to it with a big open end that allows the amplification to, of sound to come out. Uh, it's usually got some slots on the top that uh, allow you to usually play uh, 
some some you know some pre pre pressed uh, information into it. Okay, I'll relay that. We don't have anything like that here. Um, give me uh, Willem, give me a history check. Okie dokie. Uh, 17. 17. You're not positive, but it sounds very similar to what you saw at the top of that tower below, um, below the city. I relay that to Pinwin. Oh, okay. So, it's okay if I just have him go down there, right? Is that, is that fine? Are we having people go down there? Um... Maybe a very small group. Okay. Um, Accompanied So these two, by... you think? Are we cool with these two going down? Who are they? Yeah, Pinwin, you'd know these two as Redkin and Kip. And I will relay. Redkin and Kip. Oh, not Redkin. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, he's really What's weird. wrong with Redkin? Oh, no, he's just, he's one of those people who... Who makes a lot of jokes that aren't funny, and they they try and wait for you to laugh at them first. And I don't know. I mean, are you going down there? With I mean, them? I guess not. If whoever goes down with them, that's I'm just warning you. I guess. Who seems like they would love that kind of thing and would laugh? It seems like maybe Pinwin. So maybe this is the perfect person to go with Pinwin. I mean, if you guys can go down there quickly, then that makes yeah. the most sense. Sure. So I think I can find one. I'll tell them. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah, that's 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 great. I, where 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 is it? OK, so this is super keeping it on the down low. We don't want everyone coming down here. So understand how much I trust you right now. Do you understand? Oh, understand so well. We love secrets and we love top secret missions. OK, we've even got a, so we've even got a bush over there that we hide some of our more secret stuff. We call it secret bush. But now I know about the secret bush. That's because you're you're telling us a secret. So we're telling you a secret. Don't, if anyone offers a secret, do not tell them this secret. I will. Under penalty of death. Self-inflicted death. So not even secret bush kind of trade-off thing? Mm-mm, not for this all secret. Right, all right, Our Our lips are sealed. Okay, and I'll, expl I'll explain where to go and, like, what we found. And I'll tell them what we encountered and how... Um, Gorbel disintegrated that one guy. I'm just going to tell him everything. No, we didn't. <laughs> Two hours later. <laughs> so you're saying, so you're saying that below this city, there's another city, and they've got a transport system, and there's some sort of guardian beast, and there's a tweeter machine down there, and they, like, look at each other, and they smile. Oh, we are in. We are absolutely in. Can you take us there? I can take you there. Oh, perfect. Can, uh, it's really secret, so we probably can't bring anybody else. Correct. All right. Um, the three. Do you, can you promise that we get the sweeter machine done, like, really fast? Oh, it'll be instantly. I promise you to let me get my hands on a tweeter machine. Oh, I've been itching, just chomping at the bit. Okay, well, let's go. Follow me. All right, and they follow Pinwin out. Gorble, where were you heading? Belbas. Belbas. As you exit the barracks, you kind of come by the, uh, the entrance to like the downs the stairs that go down to the harbor and mm -hmm. you can see there's a 
big cluster of people staring out at the lock. Oh no, I go down. So you head to the edge and you can see that everyone like near the harbor and everything is like staring, staring out at the lock because it looks as if some form is drifting over the water. It's like a tiny form and it seems to be coming from those ships, those vessels, and it seems to have a bright light traveling next to it. Any ideas on what that is? Are you asking somebody I in the I say crowd? to <laughs> no one in particular. One, one of the uh, women standing there kind of looked at you. I don't know, but it came out of those ships, um, and it seems to be getting closer. It's moving real fast. I tune into the line again. Guys, we might have an issue. I'm... Everyone's congregated by the harbor. The ships that are anchored outside just sent something our way. It's what it has a light on it. It's moving really quickly. And it continues to move closer and closer. And you can see now, Gorble, a very familiar shape. What is you see Jennifer, the chicken flying across the lock and inside this orb that she's got next to her, this bright light of an orb is the uh, construct body of Prince Othis. And she flies directly at you and drops down in front of you. And the she releases the orb and Othis is standing there uh, in front of you. And she looks up and she says, Gorbel, hey. Hey. Uh, I brought some I brought some ships here, but cool. We're going to have to talk. Um, I found some documents that you're definitely going to want to look at. Wait, what kind of documents? Family documents. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Oh, shit. Mm. Family documents. Interesting. Many family secrets. I know our parents were so shady. At least it wasn't a bomb. Some of them shade gazy. (laughs) I thought it was a bomb. (laughs) To be fair, mine weren't very shady. (laughs) I'm a road baby. (laughs) (laughs) Even though they come from shade home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you like that guy in ZZ Top without One the beard? One point. Who's <laughs> Frank Beard? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So why don't you guys tell me why you deserve five points of boon? Uh, I feel um, like I saw a lot <laughs> in that station area. Yeah, totally. I was you there. <laughs> I helped uncover the past and the history behind the lineage stone. We made a plan to get the word out and get people into uh, get the lineage stone taken care of in an orderly and quick way. Pinwin used the power of friendship to get the the one gem to work. The power of lies. <laughs> power of lies. <laughs> but love. <laughs> but lies. <laughs> Everyone sharded and, I, and didn't yeah, get hurt. Yeah, I had the shard. Yeah. And I told the these gnomes everything. <laughs> so hopefully that's okay. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> it's probably fine. We come down to that city like a couple days later and it like is now a booming place where people are like partying. <laughs> Welcome to Redkin Town. <laughs> now get the fuck out. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Not this on is the my list. basement. <laughs> Not anymore. Tolly. Tolly. Alright, everyone gets five points of boo. Yay. Yay. Cool. 
Now it's time for tonight's MVPC, the most valuable player character. I want you guys to vote for who deserves an extra five points of boon. Now, for the audience's benefit, Willem is one, Telmar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. On the count of three, I'll have you guys hold up the corresponding number of fingers to the person you would like to vote for. I'll give you a moment to decide, and then we will go. Um, I'm ready. I'm not. All right, everybody ready? Yeah. One, <laughs> two, three, vote. All right, we've got two Ooh. votes for Pinwin and two votes for Tomar. Willem, why did you vote for Tomar? Dude, unlock the secrets of the lineage stone that I found in my ancestral home's basement. <laughs> I'm a little biased. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Tomar? Um, because he was helpful, um, with the, the gnome situation. I guess it was technically Billy that knew that the thing was there, but I don't know. It was hard. Everyone did good stuff this episode. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot going on. <laughs> so your vote for Tomar is because of Willem. Um, <laughs> very nice story um, of my goddamn life. Uh, Gorbel, why did you vote for Pinwin? Because he brought me back to health when someone else wouldn't. Someone else being stingy with his candle. Hey, that was uh, last episode, loser. <laughs> hey, no, Pinwin brought back my health this episode. Well, I mean, yeah, he, that did happen. But yeah, yes. Loser. Okay, fair <laughs> hey, enough. Uh, hey, candle miser, why'd you vote for Pinwin? <laughs> <laughs> because he's part of the candle club. Um, <laughs> no, because uh, I really liked that interaction with Pilla and that he chose <laughs> to lie about friendship instead of like tell the truth uh, just for the sake of that. So, and it was fun hearing everyone talk about memories of Pinwin. So, yeah. All right. Very nice. That means tonight's MVPCs with a tie are Tilmar Ironfist and Pinwin Dingleroot. Mm. Take your three points of boon and try to, you know, make yourself more discernible between other members of the party. I'm an even number now again. That's great. Nice. <laughs> All yeah. right. That is it for tonight's episode, folks. We'll see what these wacky kids get up to next week. Thanks to all you listeners. We really appreciate it. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for those beautiful background dulcet tones and music. And thanks to the patrons for always uh, interacting with us on our Discord and just, you know, be in the good time gang there in the Discord chat. If you would like an opportunity to join the ranks of those esteemed beleaguered few, you too can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate and see what tiers we have available. As I usually mention, we have a swag bag for the highest tier. We've also got things like access to the Discord server and the ability to design NPCs that will interact with the characters, whether in this campaign or any future ones. So check out patreon.com slash D20 underscore syndicate and see if there's anything worth making us warlocks for. 
Uh, once again, that's it for this week, folks. See you next week. I'm your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Adios, Charge you later. Bye. See you. Bye. I have to pee so bad. My ovaries are on fire with baby fever. I oh. hate it. <laughs> Seth, get out of there. <laughs> Don't worry. He's with the fire extinguisher. You've just taken so many crotchal injuries over your lifetime that you're, you're, you're immune to the baby disease. Like seeing seeing babies now, I'm just like, oh. I think you just want to hold a baby. Yeah. Want yeah, that's fair. Maybe. Like I life mean, just keeps totally using the bat system and just targets Seth's crotch every time. <laughs> <laughs> Slow motion. <laughs> Blood and chunks fly off. <laughs> and he starts ragdolling. <laughs> and then it zooms out and Seth's just sort of like, <laughs> what was that? Ow. Ow. I've become desensitized. Ow, you ow. ever get a phantom ball pain? Yeah. yeah. What is yeah. that? <laughs> oh, it happens with vaginas also. <laughs> ow, my vagina. It's just, yeah, it's just like this, like, like very pinpointed pain. Ache. <laughs> Why are you making a hammer motion? <laughs> because like, you know, no, like when was, you hammer your it vagina? It wasn't a hammer. It was like, this was a chisel in my hand and I was like stabbing it. Because that's what it feels like. I want a hard it's, only cut. For, it's only for a little. I want a hard cut to Mika just sitting in a cafe eating lunch by herself. And then all of a sudden, you just hear like hammer and anvil. <laughs> clang! Clang! And she just oh. flies out of a chair. Just pottery breaking. <laughs> uh, I hate that all of our listeners know so much about my body. You didn't have to release that information. We can edit it out. Who's editing this one? You or her? You as in Billy, I'm pointing at you, and then her as in Mika. I'm sorry. I forget that you you. guys can't all see exactly what I see. What about you? Or you? I'm you. Right? We're all each other. I'll let you guys decide which one of you is editing this one. Each edit half. Billy, if you edit this one, then keep the vagina stuff. (laughs) And some quality content. Check out patreon.com slash D20 syndicate underscore syndicate and uh, dot com and uh, wait, <laughs> not dot com. You are all over. Okay. <clears throat> so.